Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I have Patricia Poor on today as our, as our guest and I'm just so grateful to have her back on the show and really sit down with us and have this conversation around taking a sustainable approach to our health and fitness. I really admire her passion for helping women and empowering them to make healthier habits that work for them, that are going to help them reach their personal goals. So I'm so excited. This episode is for you. If you struggle with maybe choosing healthier food options when you're working, or maybe you don't even know where to start, like what type of foods to even consume. So this episode's for you. This is part one of two. Hope you enjoy. Hey friend, welcome to the Balanced Nurse Podcast. Are you wanting more time on your days off to create healthier habits and actually work on your goals? Then this podcast is for you. I'm Ashley and I used to be a burnt out nurse just like you. I know what it's like to feel exhausted and frustrated on your days off. I wanted to work out more, eat healthier, and enjoy time with friends and family. But I kept telling myself that that run could wait till tomorrow. I was just too tired to fit in a workout into my busy schedule. Entering my 30s, I realized I had neglected my own health and personal growth. It was a wake-up call that inspired me to take control of my life. That's when I learned two key things. The incredible peace that time management brings and the beauty of real work-life harmony. And I want you, friend, to have this too. I'll share with you my tips and tricks on how to manage your time, create healthier habits, and be more productive on your days off so that you can achieve your biggest health and business goals. So let's pop in those earbuds, get that nurse fun up, and let's dig in. Patricia, welcome back. I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast. Hello. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Like I've been waiting for like to do this again for so long. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> I know. We've had a little, you know, a few hiccups with delay, but we're here. I'm so glad. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ready to dive in. <laughs> so for those of you who have or who are not familiar with Patricia, she was actually one of my first guests on the podcast. Um, but Patricia, go ahead and share your journey, a little bit about yourself for those of for those audience listeners who who don't know you. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So um, I'm Patricia. I am actually from Hungary, so I'm like quite <laughs> far away from you. Um, but I am a sustainable fitness and lifestyle coach um, for perfectionist women and women who overthink things. So what does it mean? Why sustainable? Um, I am a huge advocate um, of changing our lifestyle one habit at a time. So I don't believe in eight or 12 week body transformations and doing the extreme dieting. Um, I really believe that it is about um, changing our daily habits or tweaking them uh, in a way that will end in a great and amazing result. Um, so I am very passionate about this because I have a background in bodybuilding, which means that I actually competed. Uh, I've been on stage uh, twice in a bikini, you know, with the fake tan and all of that. <laughs> and um, obviously, like that journey was very extreme. It's an extreme sport. Um, and I had to do extreme dieting, a lot of cardio, a lot of, you know, energy output. And I put an uh, like an incredible amount of stress on my body 
to the point where I actually lost my period and you know my hormone lab actually showed that I was postmenopausal and I was 27. Oh wow yeah this is from when you started uh, bodybuilding exactly that was the bodybuilding that was back in 2021 and so you know when you're 27 and you don't have your period you're a bit like oh my god like it gives you kind of like a it's like a wake-up call that like this is not okay and so recovering from that I got my period back after eight months of you know reverse dieting and eating enough again and dialing down the fitness or like the workouts a little bit um however so basically like that bodybuilding background I'm still very passionate about bodybuilding I still love working for you know the hourglass shape the 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 wider shoulders the the tight waist and the the wider glutes I still love that however I want to show how we can do that in a sustainable way and so that's my underlying um you know vision like or like that's how I program exercises that's how I write workout programs however the nutrition part and the mindset and the everyday that comes from like the sustainable side so it's basically sustainable bodybuilding (laughs) yes I love that and I think that that's so important with the one habit at a time and and it compounding over time I'm a huge James Clear fan have you read his book Atomic Habits like his book is basically the basis of my whole coaching Yes. 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 I absolutely love that book. I've mentioned it on the podcast and it's the idea of taking that habit or your, your daily habits and how they really compound over time. And if you can do 1% better the next day, if you add that up over 365 days, right. From the day that you start, you know, let's say when this episode airs, right, it'll be in the beginning of January. Let's say you start now, start with those small habits. By the end of the year, you're going to look back, even though they might have seemed small throughout, you might feel like you're not making progress. But when you take a like a bird's eye view over a year, you're like, wow, I'm like 365% better than, than day one. Absolutely. It is insane. And you can see this in a lot of ways, like within fitness, if you, for example, look at daily weight fluctuations, your weight might fluctuate, you know, um, every day, like up and down, up and down. But in 365 days, if you look back at the trend, it might be like going down as well. Um, or it's the same in finances, right? If you save $10 every day and you put it into a savings account, which then gives you interest on it, like you will actually get like so much money at the end, like you have saved. And that's exactly, it's the same analogy. Exactly. I love that too. I love that analogy of when you invest in your finances, right? Investing in the market, it compounds. And it's the same thing with your life. The habits that you invest in, the way you invest in yourself through your daily habits compounds over time. So I absolutely love the framework that you're using and, or, you know, that you base it out of that. So that's amazing. So with nurses, right, we work such long hours. And I think that a lot of us struggle, you know, because I was there as well, struggle with, with just starting. And I think that we get overwhelmed with all the things that we need to do. And I was there once too. I'm like, I need to get all these workout clothes. I need to get all this gym equipment or, 
all these meal prepping plans, all that stuff, right? It was overwhelming. It was like analysis paralysis. And then I just wouldn't do anything. So do you do you see that in your clients? And do you have any tips on that? Absolutely. This is basically where everyone starts, especially because I work with women who are perfectionists and overachievers. So we just want to do more and more and more. And what is everything that I can do? And I just want to do my best when in reality, like that's setting you up for failure because it's just taking on so much. So how I approach um, coaching like anyone is that we look at what they are currently doing. So we do a lifestyle audit at the start and you can do this on your own as well, right? So you don't need to hire a coach for this. Look at what you're doing um, in every aspect of your fitness. So that will be how many steps are you averaging a day? How many hours uh, do you sleep? Um, How are you eating? Um, Write a food diary for like a week and then look back at it. What can you improve? Um, And also your workouts, obviously, like how much are you moving in a week? And once you have a baseline, Instead of like, if you are currently taking 4,000 steps a day, which I'm sure that for nurses, it is usually more, if, especially if you're doing like 12 or 13 yeah. hour shifts, which by the way, I like so much respect for you girls. Honestly, I can't even tell you. Um, but basically, if you are starting for 4, from 4,000 steps a day, I wouldn't tell you to do 10,000 steps the next day and just from now on it's 10,000 steps a day. But we would start with a small increment, like 500 steps more a day for a week. And then next week you do 4,500 steps every day. And then if you have done that, we go to 5,000. And within a few weeks, we go up to like eight and 9,000 and we're good. But if you start, and, and that is achievable weekly, right? Um, And the same goes for your nutrition as well. So if you are currently uh, ordering out quite a lot because, you know, you're doing your night shifts and um, you're not prepared and you're just like ordering whatever you have time for. um, First, look at that. Okay, how many times do I order out a week? Is it five? Okay, then next week, instead of trying to be like no more takeaway food at all, try to order out four times a week. So reduce it by one instead of trying to aim for everything. And then week by week, you make small progress. And, you know, within a few months, you will be like, oh, my God, I only order out like once a week when it gets like really, really crazy. Otherwise, I'm prepared. And exactly this is we're coming back to the compounding effects. So that's definitely how everyone should start with like the step by step. Um, building on where you are at the moment so meet yourself at the point where you currently are oh I love that meet yourself where you're at right now like yeah. it's okay you don't need to have all the things to get started and again I was there as well I really like this idea of the lifestyle audit now I know you mentioned nutrition what do you, you know how many times are you eating out your workouts how many steps we're getting in. And we do, we do get a lot of steps in when we're at work. I, you know, I, I know I mentioned to you that one time I, I think I like put in seven miles in a shift. It was crazy. It was so, it was so busy. And I'm like, I felt it. I definitely felt those seven miles, (laughs) but I really like the idea of the lifestyle audit. Now with me, I love to take like a holistic approach to, to life, to my goals. Do you also recommend 
looking at where you're maybe directing your energy, right? Because I think that when we're wanting to prep, when we're wanting to do all these things, are we also, where where are we being drained as well to where we can redirect that energy to, towards our nutrition, meal prepping, towards movement? Do you recommend that as well? Yes. So everything is always holistic. Also with me, like I'm a fitness coach, but I'm, I'm also a lifestyle coach, meaning that um, also your mindset and wherever your yes. energy goes, like whatever you do, there is a mindset behind it. So I think we're going to talk about nutrition a little bit more. Everything is connected with your mindset and where your energy goes. So I would definitely look at it holistically. But if you do a lifestyle audit, you will see that you're actually wasting quite a lot of time on, you know, social media or um, things like, or like commuting or whatever. Like there are things that you can definitely tweak. And also, if you look at it holistically, for example, with food prep, um, if you want to prep your food every day, that will take a lot of time. But if you decide, okay, I'm going to prepare, um, you know, I, I assign two times one hours a week to do food prep, and then you food prep for three days and then four days, then all together, like you're actually saving time. So... And another place where we lose a lot of time, I feel like, is actually deciding on what to eat or what to work out or what to do next. And instead, if we already had everything planned out, in, then we would just go and go and go and go. And the time where we're sitting on like, okay, oh my God, what should I wear? Should I work out? Should I meal prep now? That time... What should I do for my workouts? Exactly. What should I do for my workouts? What should I do for my meal prep? What should I buy in the grocery store? Right. So that's also a huge thing. Um, do you have staple foods at home? Like, do you have a shopping list which you go and like every time you go to the store, you buy the same things? So you know that it will be at home and you can prepare the same foods when you're tired, when you get home from a, from a long shift. And you don't have to think about, okay, do I order now or fall back into, um, you know, a bad um, habit? Yes. Decision fatigue is real, guys. I think that once you plan out your week, you plan out what you want to meal prep and the foods you would need. I think something that's helped me as well, and I don't know if this has helped your clients, um, is I know that people are like, oh, I need to eat something different every time, but maybe choosing some like a three like I choose like two to three different type of meal meals um, where I'm like I love this it's nutritious it's gonna fuel me and I usually cook it every week because it's such a staple like you said it's got my protein it's got my healthy fats I've got greens how do I just kind of repeat this so it saves me time thinking about what do I need to cook what do I need to you know, meal prep or plan, whatever that is, because again, decision fatigue is so real. So I absolutely agree with that. Now, I know you mentioned staple foods. What are some of those staple foods for, for the listeners? Mm -hmm. So um, I think like what you said about, you know, eating similar things every week, it helps so much. So I think a basic understanding of what should be on your plate for a healthy, you know, plate is so important because once you have that in your mind, then 
you can actually have like quite a lot of variety. So um, I will tell you like a few staple foods and I will also, you know, after this podcast, I will send you a link where people can actually download my staple foods, like a, a whole cheat sheet. Oh, perfect. Of staple foods. Um, but first, like understanding, you know, the main things that should be on your plate, it helps a lot. So as you mentioned, proteins, super, super important. Um, for you know proteins are the main building block um, blocks of our body it's not for muscle building it's for everything like oreo cells um, then carbs that's what gives you gives you energies um, vegetables so all the greens and fibers as you mentioned and then the healthy fats um, now if you know more or less what each of these are and you know some like the main food sources for each of them then you can just pick and choose and you can actually create very interesting plates. So if you start with uh, with proteins, obviously you have all the all the meats, all the fish, seafood, um, dairy. Um, with carbs, you can choose potatoes, sweet potatoes, rice, pasta, um, grains, you know. And then all the vegetables. Don't just think like broccoli or whatever you know comes to your mind. There are so many vegetables. There are you know, the salads, so like the leaf, leafy stuff, then there are also the uh, the vegetables, like the broccoli, the carrots, and you don't always have to buy them fresh, you know, if you are on the go, you can just have it um, frozen, you just buy frozen um, fruit, um, vegetables and have them always in your freezer, boil them in water, and that's it. So it's, if you know these main things, then you can always have these at home um, in your freezer as well and in your pantry because there are lots of things that you can buy um, that don't go off so um, and then like once you have them you can just mix, mix and match so even if you say I love eating chicken with with uh, carbs and vegetables it can be you can create five different meals out of that right so you can bake it in the oven you can um do it in, in a saucepan in an air fryer there are so many ways of cooking chicken you can create a sauce for it or not and always mix your carbs so yes. it's, no go on go on i was gonna say and especially adding like your toppings like pico or like guac barbecue sauce like adding some flavor into it as well yeah exactly and actually when you say okay bodybuilders eat chicken rice and broccoli you know, it can be created, like made in so many different ways. You know, you can make chicken teriyaki, you can make chicken thighs, chicken breast, um, tomato sauce, whatever. And then the rice can also be made in different ways. You can add in vegetables. Anyway, so there are just like, I just wanted to show that there are so many different ways to prepare basic foods. So this whole idea of like, oh my God, I need to eat something different each time. It's actually, you can eat the same things in very different ways. I love that. And I think it's, it kind of relieves the pressure of, again, right? Because sometimes we can be like, I mean, I know some of my listeners were like high achievers. We're like, we love goal setting, all that good stuff. And I think it relieves that pressure of having everything perfect. And I think just getting started and just starting with the fundamentals, just starting with the basics and building on that okay you want to try a cool new recipe go for it but now you have the 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 foundations 
So how can we translate that into, because that's meal prepping, right? And being able to go grocery shopping and your protein cheat sheet will be great. I think they'll absolutely love that. And how can we translate that when they're, let's say, eating out at work, right? Because sometimes let's say they don't, they don't prep and they go into work. It's a long shift. Cafeteria, they have two options, cafeteria food or eating out, right? Ordering DoorDash, whatever. What are some tips for that for them in order for them to choose healthier options? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's again, goes back to the basic understanding of how to build a plate. Um, So I would always, when it's about takeout or cafeteria food, I will always look at what are the basics, um, what I need to build my plate around. And that is always protein. So always have some kind of protein source and vegetables. So those should be at least half of your plate, if not not two thirds, and then everything else um, to it. So when you look at a meal or I don't know if in the cafeteria, can you actually build your own plate? Um, usually the cafeterias that I've been to, you they, they build it for you. So yeah, yeah they're, they're the ones serving you. But you, you get to choose, obviously, what you want on your plate. Yeah, no, awesome. So then you can always go like, okay, first protein. Do you have chicken, fish? What is what is your protein? Then vegetables. Do you add salad? Is there anything like, um, you know, vegetables, like grilled vegetables, anything like that? And then the rest, if you want some, you know, rice or potatoes on the side, even like fries, like, you know, if it's like one third of your plate, that's completely fine. And I think like one thing to understand is, like is very important to understand is that you don't have to restrict you know the the fries or or the junk food completely but you need to make sure that that is not the main thing on your plate so that can be just like the side right this is why they are called sides as well and it's you know when you see like a plate for example based like you know big you know uh, pile of fries and just like but that is supposed to be the side, not the main dish, right? So, um, not the main entree. Exactly. So with most, um, with most people and most women that I work with, what I see is that they're actually they actually have the right ingredients, and what needs to be tweaked is the proportion of the ingredients. Mm-hmm. So instead of you know having the pile of pasta, you first put the the chicken and the sauce and the vegetables, and then you put the pasta. All right, friends, did you enjoy today's episode? If so, don't keep the goodness to yourself. Share it with another nurse babe who's ready to elevate her life by managing her time and finding work-life harmony. And if you can, while you're at it, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Until next time, friends.